Today is your lucky day. Today you get two for the price of one. Um, I was gonna try and do that like in those commercials at you know two o'clock in the morning. But you do, you get two for the price of one. Uh, today is uh, the Sunday during the octave of Easter, um, in which we would usually celebrate uh, the Holy Family, the Feast of the Holy Family. But because Christmas was on Sunday, and that means January 1st is on Sunday, there is no Sunday in between. And so today we celebrate, as we would every January 1st, the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. Now, uh, that also means that uh, you get to be here, because usually uh, the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, January 1st, is a holy day of obligation, uh, which means it's a mortal sin to miss Mass that day. Um, and if we miss Mass, we are putting our eternal resting place in jeopardy. Uh, meaning that if we die with mortal sin on our soul, we could end up in hell. And so obviously we want to get to confession um, and to confess that um, if we have missed the Mass on Sunday or a holy day of obligation. But anyways, on to happier thoughts. Uh, Happy New Year. Um, I celebrated New Year's last night by going to bed early. Um, I figure I've seen enough New Year's Eve uh, so I don't need to do that again, maybe sometime in the future. But in the first reading, we see Moses explaining how the people of Israel were going to be blessed through Aaron and his sons. And we see that throughout the readings, I think today, as we see this theme of family, this theme of sons and daughters and our fathers and mothers. And so again, we see that in the second reading. In St. Paul's letter to the Galatians. That in the fullness of time that God sent his son, born of the virgin, born under the law to ransom those under the law, so he might receive adoption. Now babies are kind of cute and cuddly. Um, some more than others, I suppose. Uh, but... Babies, uh, again, as I said the other day, invoke uh, something in us that attracts us to them. But even so, children are naturally, because of the fall of Adam and Eve, because of original sin, we, in some ways we are outside of God's family. We're not beyond God's grace, but we're beyond God's salvific grace. And so we believe that baptism does something, that it brings us into the family of God. That through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and baptism we can be given that grace, that we begin that life of being saved, of getting to heaven. And so it is through this adoption that we become sons and daughters of God. That we are no longer slaves, but as St. Paul talks about, that we cry out, Abba, Father. And this is kind of the, Abba would be kind of the, the word that maybe a little child would use. You know, instead of maybe dad, uh, they would say daddy. And so this, this uh, son or daughter crying out to their father, you know, Abba, Father, Daddy. And that's, you know, who we are, sons and daughters of God the Father. 
that we are his little sons and daughters. And this again is all possibly because of Jesus Christ. That we again get to enter into the family of God. And why, why is this important? Because if we have a father, it only makes sense that we had to have a mother. Now, today again we celebrate Mary, the mother of God, Theotokos, um, as a Greek would say, uh, that the mother of God. And maybe to some of our ears, maybe this sounds weird, maybe we've been Catholics our life and so this doesn't seem weird at all. But for uh, some of our Protestant brothers, even for some people in the early church, this was something of great importance. And maybe for some even of that, a scandal. Because when we think of the mother of God, naturally we think, you know, someone who is older than God, maybe someone who is, um, perceives God, or maybe even more important than God, or maybe that somehow that mother created God. We know that none of this is true. That even though our blessed mother carried Jesus in her womb, she is not greater than Jesus. She did not exist before Jesus. She did not create Jesus. And yet sometimes when we think of mother, some of those things, uh, maybe that's where some of our minds go because that's the natural order of things usually. And so some people hesitate even in the early church to think of Mary as the mother of God. Now the other thing of this is that this is as much about, uh, if not more about Jesus than it is about Mary. I think we've talked about um, the heresies of Jesus before, um, but maybe again at one extreme, you had people who believed that Jesus was divine, that he didn't have a human nature, that maybe kind of as the angels in the Old Testament, they just kind of appeared to have a human body. You know, almost like a hologram or an illusion. That this divine being, the second person of the Trinity, came to earth and just appeared to have a human body. And maybe it's not the greatest thing to think about, but I mean, in the gospel today, we have the circumcision of Jesus after the eighth day, which is something that all human babies would have, Jewish babies would have received at the time. Another indication of Jesus's body is a real human body. That Jesus actually took on our human nature. Now I like to trip up the confirmation students that, you know, I said, you know, is Jesus one divine person, one human person, or is he both? And most of them say that he's both, and I said, you're wrong. Jesus is not schizophrenic. He has only one divine, he's one divine person. He's not two persons. But within that one divine person, Jesus has two natures, human and divine. And so again, uh, Jesus is not just this divine person taking on the appearance of a human body. And then at the other extreme that you had, that uh, Jesus was just a human person. 
that he was created as much as you and me. And that maybe uh, some of them suppose that, you know, it's almost like possession, that the Holy Spirit, that the second person, I mean, the second person Trinity, um, the Son, you know, kind of took over this human person and kind of possessed them, you know, for the time that Jesus was on earth. That Jesus' birth would have been a human person, but then the Holy Spirit came and kind of possessed that human person and kind of took them over. So, uh, but neither one of those is correct. We know that Jesus is one divine person with two natures, human and divine. And so if Jesus is one divine person, it's not like Mary was just the mother of the human nature. No, Mary was the mother of the one divine person. And so if that is true, then it only makes sense to call Mary the mother of God, Theotokos. And if you read on, let's say in uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 13 that talks about, um, I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where St. Paul talks about the body of Christ. That Jesus is the head of the body and we are members of his body. And again, if Mary is the mother of Jesus, then she is the mother of the body of Christ. Which means that Mary is our mother as well. And we know this also because at the foot of the cross, the only, uh, the only apostle left was John. And Jesus, uh, hanging on the cross, told John to take Mary as his mother. And he told Mary to take John as his son. And by extension, we are too have been given the sonship under Mary and the daughtership under Mary. And so if we are the body of Christ, then Mary is our mother as well. And so that also means that as we ask our earthly mothers for things, we can ask our heavenly mother for things. We think of the wedding at Cana where the wedding couple ran out of wine, which was a huge uh, social, um, yeah, would have put them in a bad social light. And yet Jesus, Mary actually steps in and says to those uh, um, carrying the wine, she just says, do whatever he tells you. Do whatever Jesus tells you. And so Mary intercedes for the couple. And so as we head into the new year, may we pray not just to Jesus, but to pray to Mary, to ask for her intercession. Yes, we can ask Jesus and God for things directly, but someone said it's kind of like when you ask for Mary's intercession, you know, she takes our, um, our requests and, you know, wraps them in a present um, and it makes them look even nicer to present to God the Father and to Jesus. So I do, I ask that we pray through Mary's intercession even more in the coming year. That we ask that Mary become our mother in ever deeper and deeper way. 
And as we draw closer to Mary, we will draw closer to her son, Jesus Christ.